Oh, oh, hello. Hey, it's your friend Jess, your best pal in the world. And it's your favorite thing to do on a Tuesday. That's get wood. Hey, what's up? I'm Jess Wood. And uh, I was raised by hippies. I'm going to tell you the truth. I always tell you the truth. But uh, I just recently asked my aunt how I was potty trained. And she said, potty trained? You shat on the lawn like an animal. All right, let's start the show. Bam. And you say, God damn, this is a dope jam. I'm broad. I'm broad. I am broader than Broadway. Yes, I am a broad and I'm broad and I'm broader than Broadway. And we're diddling ourselves. They're diddly, 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 diddling ourselves. And it feels so good. Your sauce will mix with ours and we'll make a good goulash, Berber. Oh, yeah. What time is? it it's time for get wood with just wood hi danny cohen hi gorgeous man funny man and a gorgeous man hey what's happening don't like cats yeah i uh i love that name doesn't like cats just joined and i think that's hilarious oh uh, i do enjoy singing to you roll one and smoke it okay then coming on strong with the stoner vibes do i do i put that out to you do i put that out with my does my cotton candy hair give you the munchies <laughs> hey right up front i just want to thank the folks that gave uh to my venmo this week and i want to thank um my patreon uh member this month oh my goodness i got a i got a patreon member this month and he joined the 15 dollar a month tier and i'll tell you what that comes with folks thanks for asking uh it comes with your favorite character saying whatever you want him her to say uh on your voice voicemail i don't know it's kind of like the npr wait wait don't tell me Yes, I did get the idea from them, but also people want, people really want my voice on their machines, which I feel is very nice, even though there are no more voice message machines that I'm really, <laughs> I'm really giving you guys a hint into the age over here. Oh, somebody leave me a voicemail on my, honey, Jesse, go see if there's, if there's a message on the tape. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that would be my mom like, honey, go see if the, go see if the, uh, if the machine is beeping. And you know, if any of you have seen, which I hope you all have, the movie Cable Guy, you'll know that when they go into Matthew Broderick's apartment at one point, uh, he, go he goes to his machine and uh, there's no messages and Jim Carrey goes, well, nobody loves you. <laughs> and that is how we all tend to feel sometimes. I'm with you, folks. I'm with you. So I just want to thank the Patreon member and the folks who gave to my Venmo. I always have that stuff in the show notes after I finish here. So thank you so much for your generosity and your love. And the guy who, what, who did he pick though, Jess? Who did he pick to do his character um, voicemail? Uh, he, Of course he picked Mama L. Of course. And he actually asked for a slightly sexual uh <laughs> slightly sexual line for l which you know what she would be totally jesse you know i'm i'm not uptight like that i know you're not ma i know you're not uptight hysterical hysterical oh hey jared hey oh my god it just makes me laugh that someone would want you know my mom's voice 
somehow in their life. And then I got a message back from the Patreon guy and he said, I'm crying, LOL, because I think there it was so good. It was so good, my mama. You know, Jesse, you're kind of exploiting me, if you think about it. No, I'm not. I'm not exploiting anybody. I'm just kind of letting everyone have what they love. And what they love is my mama. That's my mama. Um, <laughs> okay, so... I've had quite a week, folks, friends, lovers, uh, family, humans, witches, warlocks. You take what title fits you. Uh, what a week. Thank you, baby. Um, I uh, Last week, I was telling you that I got a job interview to be a waitress, which this the whole moral of this story is, and I hope Danny is still here, the whole moral of this story is I should not be a waitress anymore, so... There you go. I'm already giving away the moral, but I'm going to tell you the fucking story. So I go to this place and it's a breakfast place and it looks cute. And I'm like, I'm fine with just wearing a T-shirt and, you know, black bottoms, whatever. But of course, I ask, hey, how short can my shorts be? Like, <laughs> what kind of what kind of horror are we trying to uh, what, what kind of horror are we hiring over here at, at the diner when the one of her only questions is, well, I want to know how much I make and then how much I can make. Because how short can my shorts be? That's a real thing. So uh, they said, no, only three inches from the knee. And that already, that was my first interview with them. And I was like, ooh, that sounds a little Catholic school. You know what I mean? I don't like that. I, meaning, I don't, I don't like, I'm not that. Um, my mom's a Jew, uh, was a Jew. May she rest in paradise. God damn it. God damn it, Jesse. Stop talking about how I'm dead. Um, so anyhow... I had a really great meeting with them the first time. I think I interview very well. I think I'm a good, like, first meter. Like, hey, how are you? You know, uh, then they gave me a menu to study. And any of you who've ever had to memorize a menu, you know, it's just it's a little much, especially when it's fucking like eight pages long, when the menu that you have to memorize has 14 different papas plates. And I don't care if I'm giving away what the fuck the, the restaurant was. You know, I don't keep, you know, I don't keep anyone's secrets. <laughs> you fuck me or you fuck with me. I'm talking about you on my show. Thanks. Um, <laughs> so anyhow, they gave me this fucking menu to study and it was like eight pages. Did I say it was six pages? I'm going to continue to make it longer every time I talk about the pages. So it was this fat ass menu and it was only breakfast and lunch shit, but it told you like the, the study guide. That's what my mom, Jesse, I don't test well either. Well, I don't, I don't really test well. So they gave you a study guide and this big old menu. And I took three days. I asked for three days to study it. And I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't study. I studied the shit out of this thing. What else am I doing, really? I mean, I I am gathering jokes and stories to tell you. That's for damn sure. And I did a lot this week, actually. But these couple days before the second interview and the test, I was fine. I was studying away, like a studying away. So, uh, okay, so I get there back to the, to the place to take the test. And um, I'm feeling pretty sure of myself. But because it's such a it's so many things. I figure they'll have to give us a break and do like a multiple choice, you know, <laughs> and don't have assumptions ever or expectations. They get you into big trouble, big, big trouble. 
So in little, little China. So I go to the restaurant. They, I'm like, hey, everybody. They hand me the test. As they're handing it to me, I say, oh, I hope it's multiple choice. And they say, no, it's essay answers. And I say, <laughs> without missing a beat, I say, essays. The only kind of essay I like is one who drives a lowrider. <laughs> Do you know? Because I wanted to show them, you know, I'm a funny lady. I could make some jokes. I'm here on my toes. I'm always thinking. I'm always entertaining. Good time Sally right here. You want me at your goddamn establishment. But no, they were sour-faced McGee and just fucking handed me the menu like, mm, we didn't even hear your lowrider joke. Well, fuck. Okay, well, that's the first. You know, when you're opening joke bombs, when you're doing a set, it usually puts a sour taste in your mouth for the rest of the set. So I take this motherfucking test over to a, a table. Meanwhile, and listen, I'm Jewish. I mentioned it earlier. I'm sitting right under the fucking air conditioning, right under the air conditioning, in the, and I'm taking the test. So I'm frozen solid, and I'm uncomfortable. And she, the girl, before she gives me the test, she goes, you want a pen or a pencil? And I'm like, what is this fucking part of the test? Like, I, I don't know, I guess a, a pencil so I can erase some shit that's going to be wrong. Is that right? Do I want a pencil and not a pen? What the fuck? I'm already not testing well. And then I said to her as she's handing me the pencil, I go, you know, I, I'm really good at oral. And everybody got quiet. And I was like, oh, I realized what I just said sounded weird. I meant like oral report, oral test, you know, like ask me what's on the menu and I'll tell you what's on the menu, but don't make me write it down. I, writing down what's on the menu in full essay format. Again, I love an essay, but I don't want to write shit down. You know what I'm talking about. So I get to, so I get to doing this fucking test and I'm doing it and I'm like, and I'm hating it the whole time. Do you know how when you just instantly are like, fuck, and your mood is just like, Meh. and I think to myself, all right, all right, Jessica, you're not desperate for this fucking job. So just do the best you can and then fuck it. Who cares? Okay. I'm halfway through the test and let me know if this would fuck with you guys. Let me, let me know if this would mess with you. So I'm halfway through the test and the manager chick comes back over and she's like, how's it going? And I'm like, not good. And I don't have a fucking poker face. I'm not a good liar. I'm like, I'm, I look at her. I'm like, not good. I'm having a really hard time. This is a lot. I, I really, I thought I knew it, but apparently not. Oh, 505 ground. I'm rocking your jewelry what's up um but i gotta tell you guys i was so thrown by her coming over to the table i'm like what the fuck is she coming over i'm testing you know and and look i haven't been to school in a very long time <laughs> and apparently at this particular establishment they hire a lot of teenagers and now that makes sense to me why would they hire a teen because they test well because these bitches have been in the fucking school and they've been testing and so they're used to getting tested me what am i used to getting tested on my fucking patience throughout this pandemic, but I'm not used to, what am I used to testing? Well, the last test that I took, and I'll, and I'll preface it with saying I failed it three times was the driver's test. I know nobody get in the car with me. Oh my God. So anyhow, I'm fucking working on the test. I'm erasing shit. I'm putting other shit down. I'm having second thoughts. I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, Jessica, this is not worth it. This is not worth it. So my back's starting to hurt. And you know, when your body starts to act up, you better listen to the Soma, bitch. Soma. 
that's body. <laughs> anyway, so my back starts to hurt and I'm still working on the shit. Then all of a sudden, as if bad goes to fucking worse, you, you didn't think it could get any worse. Here comes old Badlax McGee, the old waitress fucking Flo. She wishes she was Flo from Alice. If any of you get that, God bless you, Generation X. I love you and I care for you because I know your parents didn't. So I'm sending you my love. But she wishes she was Flo from Alice. This old Badlax coming over with her hair all fucked up and makeup all smeared down and fucking looking like she just got rode hard and put away wet. You know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't be talking so much shit about her unless she didn't saddle on over to my fucking table when I was taking the test. And she's all, how's it going? And I'm like, again, not great. And I know how restaurants work. This bitch was in the back with the manager before. And the manager said, I went up to her and I asked her how it's going. She said, no, great. And so now why don't you go up to her and you ask her how it's going? Because maybe you're because you're the coworker. And why don't you give her a little test while you're there? A test? Bitch, don't test me. You're trying to test me? Yes, they were testing me. Ready? Go. She's all, how's it going? I said, not good. She said, oh, you want me to go and get a couple of answers for you? This bitch is trying to see if I am a thief and a liar and a stealer, right? Right? Come on. You can tell me. Tell me the truth. This, I'm not being paranoid. I was very clear while I was there. And I've worked in bars and restaurants my whole fucking life. This bitch, come in. You want me to get those answers for you? The answers? No. And I said, no. And I got mad and I go, I don't even care like that. I said, I don't even care like that. Do you know what I mean when I say that? Yes, you do. I told her, I don't even care like that. I don't care to fucking steal. Okay. Okay. So then she goes, okay. And she kind of fucking drags away. And then, and I'm like, this troll, this bitch troll is trying to mess with me while I'm still testing. All right. So I finished the test. Best I could do. Best I could do. I did my best and I finish it and I'm sitting there like a dick for another 10 minutes. Yes, it is a trap, Jared. Exactly. So I'm sitting there for another 10 minutes like an asshole and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, why the fuck am I sitting here still? I'm done with this test. I'm done with these fucking bitches. So I get, I gather my little test up and I go over to the cashier and I ask for the manager again. Manager comes out with fucking trolley McTrollerson right next to her talking about, hey. And then the manager says, oh, are you done? You done with the test? I go, yeah, I'm done with the test. She takes it. Now, wouldn't you think, I've done so many fucking interviews for restaurants and bars. Now, wouldn't you think at that point, she would say, oh, let me test it. Hang on a few minutes. I'll let you know if you passed. Because if you passed, we're going to talk about a schedule. But if you didn't pass, thank you so much for coming. It's been a lovely time. Neither one of those things happened. And again, yes, I'm an expector. Yes, I'm, I want people to be appropriate and shit and have the balls to fucking say things straight the fuck out. But in the law, not a lot of people do. And this is why I get upset. So I have to have patience and love. So I go, oh. So I give her that. I go, oh, okay. So I give her the test. She goes, okay. I said, okay. She said, okay. I was like, bitch, is this a Meisner class? Okay, what is happening now? What are we doing next? So I said, uh, well, and I kind of shrugged. And she goes, well, I have to, I have to grade it. And I said, yeah, I know. Okay. And she goes, okay. 
I swear to God, say okay one more time. Say okay one more time. Say what? Say what one more time? You know you get it, Pulp Fiction. So, so, so I just am the bigger lady, and I go, okay. So then, like, you're gonna call me? And she goes, okay. Bitch, is the only word you know okay right now? Because you have a problem, and should I call the ambulance? Because you're having a fucking stroke. But I was like, okay. So I got a stroke. Okay. Take care. And then I walked out and I was like, that was the worst fucking time I ever had in my goddamn life. And if you've been watching my show for a long time or listening to my podcast, you know, I have a lot of those. So, ah, so I had a full breakdown. Where did I have it? You ask? Oh, at Target. Yeah. I, I didn't buy one item. I just drove like I was on fucking co-pilot. I came out of the restaurant. I got into the car like a like a drug addict going to the fucking spot. I drove to Target and I was like, help me. <laughs> help me shop therapy, retail therapy. I need help. And I went and I was like in a daze and I just drove to Target and I went into Target and I just kind of like wept by the electronics, you know? I was like, did I, um... Am I crazy? What the fuck just happened? And yeah, you could say it was there were some hormones involved, but also there was a big battle axe bitch involved. And I don't think that's right. I think that is very not right. And I'll say it again. Lead with love, bitch. <laughs> Test me. Testing me. It was almost like she came out and she said, do you want do you want to go get some money out the till? And I was like, no, no, ma'am. Anyway, oh my God, it just made me crazy. It made me crazy and it, and it, and it, and it hurt my feelings. And so, <laughs> and that's life. Shit's opening up again. Is this back to normal? I hate this. <laughs> this is not my normal anymore. Fuck that. I'm changing my normal up. So here's how it goes, right? Here's how the normal gets changed. So later that evening, I was blessed to have had already an appointment to get my pictures taken with Jess Ree. Jess Ree, you can follow her on here. She's amazing. She does amazing photographs. Please follow her. Uh, she met me in the park with another woman and we ended up having the best time pictures in the park with girls. Yeah, it was fucking great. Like it was as if like, it was like the universe was like, you know, oh gosh, you really don't test well, but that doesn't mean you're not a good lady, you know? So the universe kind of took this like Midwestern motherly approach to me because my mom, if I, if my mom was alive and I would have called my mom after that interview, my mom would have been like, well, light that fucking place on fire. You know what I mean? Like that's how my mom would, if ever I had a problem at school, she'd be like, oh, well, fuck them, Jesse. Tell them to fucking fuck off and suck your dick. Like that's how my mom dealt with authority and like problems in life. She'd be like, oh, fuck them and fuck you and fuck it and like light it on fire. You know, there's a lot of talk of lighting things on fire. Um, so if that's how you're raised, it's going to be hard not to have that reaction when you have, but I think because I do the meditation, <laughs> can you believe I meditate and I'm still very intense? Meditation, writing, reading. I read from Buddhist text every day. Fuck. Okay. But it doesn't mean I don't say fuck a lot. All right. I'm pulling my shirt down so you can see my boobie. <laughs> boobie. 
And don't get don't get a jealous audio only people. I'm talking about a tattoo. Mm. Uh, okay, so I had a great time with these chicks. And not only that, but they knew people that I want to know. Like, I want to be on the radio. I want to be a personality that gets paid for her personality. This shit is fucking it. You know, this is my thing. This is... If, this, if something comes as natural as this and it makes as many f- people feel as good as it makes them, you oh, this is what needs to be out there. The People need to feel better. This is like a hard, this is a fucking pandemic. I don't know if you guys knew. There's been like a really hard 14 months or so. Anyway, uh, so this was fantastic. And they had, you know, ideas for me of what to do. And, and I've been hitting people up about comedy shows. I'm doing comedy in Arizona. If you're in Arizona in July, let me know. I'm in Phoenix. And uh, I'm going to be hooking up all kinds of other shows. Oh, I have a show tomorrow night, tomorrow night in Albuquerque. That's right. Hey, now say now. That's right. My Albuquerque lovers. Listen, come on over and check out some hot fucking funny broads over at Whiskey and Women. I forget where the fuck it is. Look at, she just sent me the flyer. I'm going to post it on here. I'll post all the information. Now you want your own boobie. Hey, your tattoo is a joke too. This gets better and better. Yeah, that's right. I have a tattoo that's funny, booby, but then I have a tattoo that's also misspelled that I don't love to admit to everyone, but it is fucking hilarious that I have a misspelled tattoo. And um, already that tattoo is very uh, questionable. We'll say questionable. Why, Jess? Why? Nobody is que- nobody's questioning your tattoos. It's a very unjudgmental city that you moved to. Everybody loves you. Everybody loves your tattoos. What you got? What you got? Put it out there. Well, it already is embarrassing enough because it says ladies love outlaws. <laughs> Come on. Uh, my mom loved it, uh, but it was misspelled and my mom didn't find the misspelling. No, it was a guy that I was dating who actually read. <laughs> That's right, because I grew up in Los Angeles, a great place if you hate to read. So anyhow, I'm getting off topic, uh, uh, but thank you, my my little bits. Um, I go for a walk at this track nearby, and I, I try to get out there and do some, you know, I do some walking, do some exercising, take care of the bod, be healthy. Uh, you can't just <laughs> get angry at uh, Angelina Jolie movies and drink coffee and take bong hits. Like, you got to d- get out and get a walk once in a while, right? And drink a lot of water. Uh, so I go to this track, and the other day I was there by myself, which is fucking gorgeous, and I feel like, I, I don't know why, I feel invincible over there. I feel like I can just walk around, I can dance, I can do moves. I can sing out loud and no one really gives a fuck. And I don't think they do. And it's very freeing, I must say. So I love it. So I was doing all that. I was feeling myself. I feel myself. I feel myself. And I was walking and I was dancing and I was singing. And then all of a sudden this man walked into the park and he was, uh, it was one of those 90 something degree days, you know, uh, the heat so bad where you have to start fucking somebody you hate because they have good air conditioning. Anybody out there? I know. Uh, so this homeless, it was uh, it was an unhoused gentleman, and he was dressed very much like a ninja. And uh, ninja. And why do I say ninja? Because he had like a black hood on. I mean, he, his face wasn't, well, it was halfway covered because he was doing the mask, and he was just, it was a little bit of an eye hole, but he had a huge stick that he was using to bang onto his backpack, and um, because he and I were the only ones in the park, and I felt like he was doing, well, maybe he was doing a ritual. I don't know. I just didn't want to interfere with the banging of the stick, and I didn't want my vanity to really interfere is what it was. Like, here's one voice in my head, you know, the little stupid... Uh, 
uh, L.A. chick who's too thin, Angel, that sits on my uh, this shoulder. And she goes, oh, my God, who cares? Like, it's a guy. Like, he doesn't even see you. Like, he's crazy. Like, just keep walking. You need to fucking make sure your ass is like a fucking conga drum by the summer. Oh, just keep walking, girl. Don't even sweat it. Like, he doesn't even see you. And then I have this other little angel on the other side of my uh, uh, body that's like a little fucking a Mexican girl that I grew up with in junior high and she fucking comes right at me and she's like what are you doing stupid like you're so dumb I can't even believe you like obviously he's fucking mentally just fucking what are you trying to prove like anyways guys like a little fucking little cushion for the pushing anyways I don't even know what you're fucking doing you're so stupid and anyone who's ever hung out with any uh like she was a chola a lot of my friends were cholas and cholos and things like that in like seventh eighth ninth grade still to this day actually still to this day um which I have to say, it's interesting to be, uh, first of all, still be alive. <laughs> There's like five of us. And um, to also uh, do material about my time with them uh, and like drive-bys and PCP and, you know, all this stuff that I thought maybe, you know, if I was talking about it too much, people would be like, you know, fucking Jessica fucking out there. Well, they used to call me Maniac. That was my nickname. <laughs> I was like, maniac? Where did that even come from? I don't see that on any walls anywhere. And they were like, because you're fucking crazy. Um, but I, I'm crazy. So uh, anyway, they'd be like, maniacs fucking out there fucking telling our shit, fucking taking our stories to the streets and shit. She fucking stupid ass fucking out there fucking snitching on us. So I thought maybe that was what would happen, you know, and I was like a little paranoid. So I wrote to my friend and I was like, Lupe, I was like, Lupe, um, do you think like it's bad that I'm telling like stories about us like from when we were kids and stuff and we used to hang out and like do like gangy stuff and she goes <laughs> she watched and I gave her like one of the videos that I was talking about I was like check it out and she watched it and then she commented lol pcp so I was like she's got I, that's my seal of approval right there lol pcp <laughs> Because it is, it is fucking LOL PCP because how the fuck did we survive that? So I ended up listening to her. She's always the angel that's right anyways. She's more smarter about what's happening with people. But like, she's just like, protect your fucking neck, eh? So I went home. Um, but then, okay, so on, so that was all like just these last few days. I also had the honor and the privilege to do another person's live. Now, this person is lovely, amazing. She's an artist from Albuquerque. Her name is Amy Baca Lopez. You can please follow her on my, uh, get her off my friends list. She is fantastic. She just opened her own studio downtown, uh, Gold Street uh, Southwest and the heart of downtown and it was my privilege to take over her live for her opening. It was a full on fucking ribbon cutting and like, uh, you know, people in line waiting to get in and look at all her paintings and her everything like paintings, prints, cards, candles, jewelry, all kinds of really beautiful shit. So beautiful stuff. <laughs> so go and check her out if you're downtown Albuquerque ever. So go and check out Amy Baca Lopez 
I had the honor and the privilege to host her live. So what did that mean? I was going around and I was talking to people and I was asking people questions and I was making jokes and like she absolutely loved it. She just got a real bang for her buck. I'll tell you what, if you want to hire me to host something for you, an event, a party, a wedding, bat mitzvah, a quinceanera, like whatever, man, I'll fucking host the shit out of that shit. I used to do bachelorette parties. When I lived in New York, I not I wasn't hosting them per se, but they would pay me to come and do comedy there. And it would always end up that I was talking to all the ladies, all the girls, you know? And oh my God, I remember this one time fucking, it was like in Brooklyn or something. And they were like, oh my God, she's hilarious. And they were like 20 years old. And that's how they sounded. She's hilarious. Uh, where did she come from? I can't believe she's from Los Angeles. She's hilarious. And I was like, oh, my God, they sound kind of like my Aunt Vicky. My Aunt Vicky has a, a deeper voice, though. And I'll tell you what, when I told my Aunt Vicky that someone paid me to do a recording of my mom's voice saying something sexual, her sister, she goes, oh, my God, she's probably uh, just fucking rolling over it and like cheering in her grave. I go, well, she's not really in a grave. We burned her, remember? <laughs> burned her like the Jew she is. Oh, my God. What? Okay, did I say this was going to be PG? Never. This is explicit. Just quiet yourself. Don't act like you didn't laugh anyways, you fucking fuckers. All right. <clears throat> So, oh, I'm almost done. Oh, dear. It went by so fast. Was it good for you? It was good for me. Um, Listen, we, the show tomorrow, God bless America. I'll put all the information on it. Uh, so Thursday night was my Amy Baca Lopez hosting. So again, I will host the shit out of some shit. Oh, cur. And um, so uh, Friday was the Albuquerque Art Walk. And let me tell you something. When I go to Art Walk, I realize, I mean, all of Albuquerque, I fall in love. I fall in love. I fall in love about 17 times throughout the evening. And if you don't believe me, go and watch my live from the Albuquerque Art Walk on Friday night because I am... I'm in love. I'm in love constantly. And I, and it was there was one guy who happened to be wearing like a half jacket. <laughs> I don't know why. A half leather jacket with tight pants. And he was eating a plate of food. It wasn't even like a sexy. I mean, I don't know why. I'm like, yeah, he eats. I think it's because I'm from Los Angeles that I have a thing with, with food. Um, I remember moving back to LA and I, I had cats at the time. And I only lasted about a year when I moved back as a, when I was younger. I, and I went right back to New York. And I remembered I had to leave LA because one day I came home from work and my cats were over the toilet. Like making themselves puke because LA is sick like that. It's sick town. <laughs> oh man, I'm glad I could crack myself up. Ah, oh, you didn't laugh, but you didn't judge. Thanks, darling. Yeah, well, it's me. I'm a Jew. So if I talk shit about my own self, it's fine. It's everybody else you want to be nice to. You know, the folks that you aren't. Like, don't just be kind to other people, and especially if you don't know their whole deal. Because most people are having a hard time. I'll tell you what. But not at Art Walk. What? There was a dude on stilts, juggler, fire, whole dancer, uh, insane uh the ballerina like ballet dance fuck it was insane masks and 
Uh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, I called for the Lord just now. That's right. Just remembering it got me a little excited. I'll tell you what. DJs, live music, live graffiti, Wimfer, Omen, It's Bareface, fucking Nocturne, uh, Rastafari Mari was there that night. It was so cute. Everybody was representing. Anyways, it gets me very excited. I get so excited. It's like I'm back in the Bronx. Boogie down. What are you? How are you from the Bronx now? No, because I was just telling this story about... I, I used to live in Brooklyn next to this uh, Puerto Rican hooker, and she would come home every night after her <laughs> job was over. And it was usually like three or four in the morning, and I was bartending, so I was still awake a little bit at that moment. And she would come in, and she was gay, but she was turning straight tricks. So she would come in, and she'd inevitably have like a few friends with her, and she'd be like, yeah, I was fucking this guy. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's so good. Like, I'm totally lying to him. And he He's like believing me like, oh, yeah, baby. And I'm just like, oh, I hate these fucking white guys. <laughs> and I could hear her because the the wall was made of drywall between us because we lived in a very, very disgusting and old building in Bushwick where they housed live chickens below us. Irene, hi, teenager. I love you. Um, they housed live chickens below uh, on the first floor. I've talked about this before, so I won't go into it. But yes, that's where uh, she also lived. And she she was hysterical. Every And I could actually, the, the stories were really funny, but then I could also hear her peeing when she went to the bathroom. So that's how thin the walls were. People say all the time, like, oh, New York, hey, yeah, you can hear fucking everybody do everything. You're fucking smushed in like a fucking sardine. And it's true. If you've ever never been there, I don't, I don't recommend it to the folks from this rural uh, part of the the country because it'll it's it'll shock you to death i myself miss it i miss the the i miss the beach in los angeles but not with all the folks in the tents um and i miss the energy of new york walking but not with the smell of urine in the summer Okay, so I'm spoiled, and I'm, but I'm worldly. Isn't that what both of those things mean? <laughs> thank you. Anyway, I guess I got a, I got a split here. Um, I want to again thank the Patreon members uh, that joined this month, and you too could get a character of your choice saying anything you'd like that's not hateful, or I don't do that hate race racist shit. I don't do that shit. I only do love, and um, love for sale appetizing youngish love for sale all right hey that's it for me listen i gotta take off it's been fun oh my god it's been so fun and if it's been fun for you could you do me a flavor my little lovers share this with your pals won't you doesn't everybody need a fucking laugh or five in their life this time in the well, always. I think we always need a laugh. But uh, I just want to send you so much love and tell you that I appreciate you and that I am uh, I am always uh, here. I am here every Tuesday, no matter, except for last week, I couldn't get the video to play, but there is audio. If you want to go on to any of, of those lovely podcast places, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever you subscribe to, my darlings. And uh, again, I'll have my Venmo, my Cash App, my uh, PayPal, and my Patreon stuff all in the show notes. So 
you know, again, be nice to yourself, be nice to each other, be gentle, be kind, take it slow, man. If you just sat on the couch all day, fuck it. If no one's coming after you for anything, just, okay, Mm, take a deep breath. I love you. I'm thinking about you and I'm sending you so much good, good kisses and hugs. Remember hugs? Remember like how hugs felt? Oh God. All right. I'm sending you all that. Okay. I love you. I'll see you. It's very hard for me to hang up always. No, you hang up first. No, you. Okay. I love you. Bye. Get wood all the time, please. And yes, thank you. (laughs) Who is what going on here?